What's up? What's up, Raider Nation? Dustin, what's good? Always a pleasure to see you here. Welcome to Feel Good Fridays. And as you guys know, it is Friday. We are feeling good. Look good. Feel good. Dress good. You paid good? Let's see. Dustin, how you doing, brother? Hanging in there, man. Doing good. Just, uh, you know, like you said, Feel Good Fridays. It's always good on a Friday. Feel Good Fridays. And there's some news that we're going to start that may feel good for some, may feel bad for others. Um, you got the A's are moving. Um, I, I, I've kind of, I've been telling people this for the past couple of years. Uh, ever since the Raiders moved, I was like, look, nothing is set in stone. Nothing is concrete. Everything is inevitable. Things are going to happen. Oakland doesn't want sports. And in four years, Oakland has lost three professional sports teams. Not only three professional sports teams, but three professional sports teams with storied past and you know, bright futures. Um, you know, you lost the Raiders, you lost the Warriors, you lost the A's, two teams in Las Vegas. Um, Dustin, what, what what are your thoughts here? I mean, once they came out with the the rooted in Oakland phrase, I'm like, oh man, yeah. they're really they're they're driving their stake in the ground, and it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because we knew they were vying for this for a new stadium, or at least renovations to the Coliseum, trying to get that done with the three mayors that they've had in office, you know, and asking for public money, the, you know, city of Oakland doesn't want to give public money. Mm -hmm. You know, they kind of, they kind of shot themselves in the foot with that slogan, I think. And now they just look like, I mean, they kind of look like asses, right? Yeah. <laughs> Even the city that they're rooted in supposedly and signing that 10 year lease, like you had mentioned on, on Twitter, blocking the Raiders from building on that stadium site and then all of a sudden, not even what three, four, or five years later, boom, bouncing out of town. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, it's messy. Mark and Mark and Al were very were very vocal about the fact that they wanted to build on the stadium site. Um, Al, you know, came back site. with the yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful site. You're right there on the water. Uh, all it really needs is to be cleaned up. I mean, look, the mm -hmm. stadium it's old, it's run down. I I I likened the Raiders move to this situation say you're living in an apartment and your 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 apartment manager or your landlord is a slumlord and you've got roaches you've got rats you've got possums living in your walls you have <laughs> leaky leaky faucets you have a trough that you have to pee in you have your sewage piling up and, and going into your bathrooms and in your bedrooms and then somebody offers you a brand new shiny mansion all you got to do is move from oakland to Las Vegas. It's hard to say no, no to. Yeah, it's hard to no. say no. I don't see. I mean, you're going. Gonna be you're going no. from. You're going from the gutter to freaking to Shangri-La. You know, so the fact that you know people are upset about it. Look, I get it. Like you know, it, it was tough. But yeah, I'm telling you right now, this was pushed by the A's, and then to make things worse, Mark Davis had a statement. He was asked about it. He said, and to paraphrase, he said, I won't forget what they did to us. They squatted on the lease. We were looking for a stadium. They didn't want to give up the land. They didn't want to build a stadium. They were looking for something. Libby Schaff went in and said that they're the base team and that they were, you know, that she was going to put all her efforts towards them. Warriors end up going to San Francisco. Of course. I mean, they, they have their own money. They can do what they want. Um, mm -hmm. That's not public funded. And that was one of the things that Mark wanted was something publicly funded because at the time he did not have the financial means to do it on his own. Um, but they marketed the team as rude as Oakland. They use the slogans. Basically, you know, it would be like it would be like saying faithful to the Bay and then moving to Great America, you know. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it, it's very it's very, you know, <laughs> well they 
and ultimately Davis got what he wanted. He got he got a stadium. Um, he got a stadium that was built for him with public funds. Um, and he has, wow. you know, the rights to the stadium. It's beautiful. Um, you look at the, you know, you look at the training facility, it's state of the art. These guys actually now look like a professional football team with all the amenities they had before they had worse with they they had their locker room and their facilities were worse than some high schools I've seen. So I mean they were you know, pretty rough. I, like I was, I was down yeah. in Oakland not too long ago for work, and I, I I was like literally 15 minutes away from the facility, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna take a little detour. I'm gonna cruise over there, just check it out, you know, see what see how it looks now that we've been gone for three years, right? Yeah, doesn't look any different, bro. Like the no. it looks the same. The only thing that was Ray Perez still outside yelling the. Front. Was Ray Perez still outside yelling to sell the team, or uh, you know, has he retired from that? And what's he going to do now that the A's are out of Oakland? Like, I, I wonder what he have a lot of free time on his hands. Yeah, unless he decides to you know jump to a, to another squad because, oh wait, no, he still talks about the Raiders. I forgot about that. He hates us, but he talks about us every day. Apparently, that's the that's the thing that people do is they they talk about people for that stuff. It's like, come on, let's <laughs> let, let's let's have fun with it, but. Yeah, so Mark had said what he had to say. Um, it kind of opened a lot of people's eyes, you know, to the fact that Mark wasn't trying to get over on anybody. Like, he was like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do. I want to do it here. If we can't do it here, we're going to leave. And he ultimately held true to what he said, and he left. Um, the A's, on the other hand, are basically, you know, like, I'm never going to leave you. I, I don't I, I don't want to, you know, I want to be here. I want to stay forever. And then all of a sudden, they go out for milk, and they never come back. And so, you know, I I think that what the A's did is way more of a slap in the face um, to than what the Raiders did. At least the Raiders were transparent about it. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they they prepared us. This was a a blind side, basically like watching, you you know, you walk in and your wife's with your brother. So, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough. But needless to say, the new mayor, she said it herself. She goes, you know, the the A's dealt in bad faith through this whole thing. You know, they they leveraged Oakland against Vegas. Yep, and that's what it, that's what everybody accused Mark of doing, right. and that that wasn't the case. You know, he yeah. like you said, he was above board with everything. We want to be here, we want to stay here. Schaff wasn't cooperating, didn't want to help. You know, I mean, yep. I, I saw one article. He said he wanted three hundred million at first, then he wanted you know four hundred million. They countered with the ninety acres of land and or it was the the Coliseum site and ninety ninety million dollars in money. You know, they just couldn't come together on a deal. But yeah. with how the A's handled it, they were like, oh, yeah, we want to be here. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. And next thing you know, you know, like you said, you got offered that uh, that shiny new palace in Vegas. And they're like, well, see ya. I'm going to tell you right now, Dustin, as soon as I saw that they were going to have gondolas taking you to and from the game, I knew that was bullshit. Like <laughs> Oakland can't even maintain potholes. How are they going to maintain gondolas? You're going to see people yeah. flying, flying onto the ground. It, it, no, it's not going to happen. But I digress on that. We're gonna we're gonna get off that because the, now the A's are going to be in Vegas. Uh, they're realistically, I don't think you know they're going to have a new fan base. I don't see a lot of the Oakland A's fan base following them because, uh, quite frankly, they don't even follow them to games now. And so you know. I don't see people paying a ton of money to go to to go to Las Vegas to watch a baseball game solely. You know, yeah. if you're if you're in Vegas, to probably you know say, hey, maybe we'll catch an A's game. But other than that, I don't see people making that a destination like they would for for the Raiders. Well, and I think with the overlap in the seasons, you're going to get people that are going to be there for a weekend of sports. 
Exactly. You're gonna catch. You're gonna catch the A's. You know, say a Friday night or Saturday night, whenever they play. If they play lined up with with the Raiders on a home game, you got a you got a perfect sports weekend. It's a good weekend, yeah. Especially if you're into sports betting, or you know, if you're into going out and having fun, because you know, remember, you know, we've we've got the parties that, that are the night before the games. Mm. You've got the party bus that takes you to and from Barcode. Uh, the Blackout Crew is going to be doing a lot of a lot of great stuff, and so you know, we will have a lot of stuff with that coming out and, and more uh, information. But um, getting into the draft, um, you know, the draft is next weekend. Uh, if anybody's in Vegas, make sure you hit up Barcode Burgers. Um, they're going to be having a draft party. You have blackout crew there. I know graph's going to be there. I think ha- hammer will be out there. Um, so make sure you guys hit up Barco burgers, get, you know, get a burger. They're the best burgers in town reviewed by Keith Lee. I think he gave him like a 9.6 on him and you it know, Keith Lee, yeah, he gave him like a 10 on the wings. Like it was mm-hmm. high. So, uh, make sure you and, guys check out Barco and it's a free party. Yeah. And, and Cody, the owner out there, he's a one man. Cody, yeah, he's a great Cody's guy. Talk to him on Instagram. He's a, he's a great dude. So he, good I'm sure he runs a great shop out there. Oh, yeah. So getting into the draft, um, I really want to look at this first round. I think that that's the biggest, you know, the biggest thing right now, uh, because this is a team that one needs a quarterback in uh, a franchise quarterback. I don't mean mm-hmm. needs a quarterback immediately right now, because I think that Jimmy is serviceable, but needs a franchise quarterback, needs a face of the franchise. Yeah. Jimmy's a bridge quarterback. Uh, I think he'll do I think he'll do well uh, in the system because he knows it. Um, but the Raiders need a quarterback. Um, at the same time, the Raiders have other glaring needs. They need an interior lineman. Um, they need corners, um, safety help. What do you want to see from the Raiders this weekend coming into draft night Thursday night? Well, I've got a couple scenarios that I want to see. If you go, you know, say you got Bryce Young come off the board at one, Texans decide to go no quarterback. They decide to go elsewhere. I want to jump up to three and I want Stroud. Yes, that's I mean, I don't think there's any question about it. And from everything we've been hearing for, you know, what's been released to us anyway, the Raiders want either Young or Stroud. If it's not one of them, they're doing something else. Yeah. Now, in that instance, okay, so he's available at three. You go up and get him at three. If we're going to stay put at seven, I want Devin Witherspoon. I want to pair him back up with uh, with Nate Hobbs. I want to start up. I I posted up. I want to start building that Soul Patrol 2.0. Yeah, you know, I want that. I want that nasty defense to come back. Dude can hit. He can cover. You know, he's he's got some little tweaks here and there, but he's he's who I want. Yeah. And then you know, if saying say they don't want to sit put at seven, trade back. Get the uh, get the get the capital. Trade back. You know, find you a nice. You know, there's corners all the way through this draft. Yeah. There's guys that there's no name guys that could be starting in the mid middle rounds, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a very deep class. Um, I want to see some linebacker help, you know, maybe not in the first round, but it, within those scenarios, I think there's a way to get plenty of linebacker help and plenty of corner help. Yeah, I think that you know, I think that those are all areas that they need to target. I think I like your idea of, of trading down or trading up to get Stroud at three if he's available, or if they if you know if he's sitting there. I think the Raiders pull the trigger on that. Uh, there may even be the opportunity for the Raiders to trade the two because we know Casario and and Ziegler have a good relationship. Um, and if knowing that Will Anderson is is the guy that's on their board, or you know Jalen Carter, uh, he may be able to be there. Um, mm-hmm. I think that I don't think Jalen Carter is going to make it past five. Honestly, I think, so. uh, I think Seattle wants him, and I think Seattle's going to get him. I think that that's their guy. I think they'll roll with Gino for for a year or so, and you know potentially look look next year, which is a stronger quarterback class. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I, I feel the same. Um, I'm up there with either Witherspoon or Gonzalez. Uh, I think you can do, I think you do great things with either of them. Um, if they do decide to trade back, uh, I like Joey Porter Jr. I think that he's a guy that, that could fit in the defense well. Him and Nate Hobbs are both big, handsy guys. Um, they could, you know, they could have some fun. Uh, also, free agent wise, I saw that Casey Hayward got released today. I saw um, that. He's a guy who, you know, he had some success here. And I, I I would love to see him back in silver and black. I would love to see Hayward back. He was killing it when he was yeah. when he was back here. Yeah. I personally I think he'll probably go to Indy and, and sit there with, with Bradley. But um mm-hmm. if he's if he's interested in coming back, I'll take him. Um I also think that and this is the other thing is if the Raiders don't get a quarterback in the first, in the second round, if you have the ability to trade up and take Hen and Hooker. You get Hendon Hooker. I think that he's the biggest wild card in this draft. I think that he might actually go in the first, and I think that you know a lot of these projections are going to be kind of off. So those are those are the the good things. Um, we got a couple comments here, and I'm going to get to them. I got Raider Room saying what's up, giving a shout out to, hey, to our up, guys A-Train. Raider Room A Train. Make sure you guys go follow us, the Raider Room on Instagram. Um, we got he's a got some big stuff questions. coming. Yeah, he's got some good stuff. He's got coming some big out. stuff coming. Uh, Raider Room gives you a shout out, Austin Hooper. We have Austin <laughs> Hooper, aka Clay Jr., aka Dusty Buns, uh, out here, <laughs> out here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I wanted to say that. What's your 2023 goal? Uh, um, I, I'm, gonna go <laughs> with, uh, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna have, let's go with 30 catches. We'll go 30 catches in the red zone with, um, uh, I want 10 touchdowns for. 700 yards okay okay we're going lofty <laughs> yeah seriously we got a question here uh do i think the raiders are going to trade run i think it all i think it all comes down to pick number three mm-hmm. i think it's going to be in that if, three package i think yeah i think if we go to pick three i think that he could be one of the guys included in that package i just think it makes the most sense um you know he's he's a guy that is I want to keep him. I want, you know, I love Renfro. I think that he's a great player. I want to see him healthy in this offense. I was saying on a podcast yesterday, um, I want to see him healthy in this offense because you know it, what Josh McDaniels can do with guys like him. Mm-hmm. And by like him, I mean little white receivers that are just shifty out there. They're like, that you One of like, which is on the, on the coaching guy? staff now. Yeah. <laughs> Amendola, you know, he, I liked it, Danny Amendola all the time, even when he was with the Rams. Like, he was always mm-hmm. super shifty. I remember watching him on Hard Knocks, and I was like, I was like, this dude, like, I, I think this he guy. was like undrafted or seventh round or something like that. But yeah, he was like, this dude, he's a fighter. Like, this guy, he can play. Um, so yeah. I don't, I hope he doesn't get traded. 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 But if it gets us CJ Stroud, then I'll, I'll buy one. You, you yeah, take I'll, the good with the bad. Yeah. Um, any chance on Jacob signing a deal and work out a deal? I think that that's what's going to happen. Now, Dustin, I was saying, um, I think yeah. that Jacobs is kind of waiting on the draft, I think, to see what the Raiders do, who the Raiders add, um, and if it's going to add that. Sorry. It's going to be the difference yeah. between a friendly deal and uh, – a deal that's not uh, team friendly. He's going to be asking for a lot. So I, I think it's really going to come down to that. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I, I think you hit it on the head there. He's He's got 10 million guaranteed right now if he signs his tag, right? So he's got his 10. 
but uh, he obviously wants more than that. I think um, it was on, actually it was on the Blackout Pod last Thursday. Um, you guys were talking about Jacob's contract, and I think if they were to put another six on top of that ten, like Wasted was saying, I think that's a good. That might be a good spot for him. You know, he it gets him some more cash. It's yeah. a little bit of flexibility. You know, especially if some of that's in in incentives that are somewhat attainable. Yeah. You know, I think that would be, go a long way to get keeping him on the roster. Yeah. I saw this comment. I had to address it. Renfro has a case of the dropsies. I mean, the dude got is annihilated. The dude got the sonic rings knocked out of him. <laughs> and I mean, he did. And, and he, he wasn't right after that hit. And I think that, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you have a hit like that, it takes some time to get back. I think he's going to be all right, though. Um, like I said, I hope they don't trade him, but we'll see. Josh, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, I think it's going to be indicative on what happens in the draft. Uh, but I'm curious. I'm curious to see what happens with Josh. I'd, I'd love to see him stay in silver and black. Um, I think that he's one of the best running backs in the league right now. Um, and so I, I'd love to see him back. Um, yeah. Looking at this team top to bottom, there's a lot. You know, offensive line is actually surprisingly good. Um, it's better than what they can add to it. Credit for. Yeah, they can add to it. But um, one thing I like is is Jermaine Illuminor's uh, just his growth. Uh, the way that he's been playing, he's really stepped up as a leader, uh, and he don't take any shit. He's been on he's been Bro, on he's Twitter just kind of going back on. and forth. <laughs> yeah, I like that. He, got, on this he got paid. He got paid. He's like, hey, he's like, Let, let's go, let's get this. He got it, you know. But let's not overlook the fact that he w- he was projected for like twelve. He was projected yeah. for twelve million to go to a different team, and he took three to stick around. So I mean, that's got to yeah. mean something. That says something, you know. I know that he has he has history with uh, with McDaniel's and them, but you know, I think that that definitely does say something. It speaks to you know the fact that guys want to build something in the organization. Mm-hmm. It's just guys that it's it's got to be guys that fit the system. And one okay. of the things that I was talking about is you know, as much as I love Carr, Carr just didn't fit that system because he's, you know, he wants to be able to run things the way that he runs things, and Josh is very Belichick-esque and stubborn mm-hmm. where he's like, no, I'm going to, I'm, we're going to do this. And this is what I think goes. And, you know, if, if we run it and it doesn't work, then I, I, I believe he'll take the fall for that. But yeah, when you start throwing audibles in there and stuff like that. So I think Derek's going to have a ton of success. And that's the last I'm going to talk about Derek because yeah. he's not a Raider anymore. But um, I'm just going to say, I think he landed in the optimal spot for him. You know, I don't yeah, think there was think, a better spot than the New Orleans. So absolutely. I think it's going to be a career for him, honestly. You know, that's that's not even like being a stan or anything. Um, <laughs> getting into you know, speaking of standage, I actually have some. Uh, I've actually got some personal news. Um, something I'd love to share with everybody here. Um, so, guys, give me a minute, and I'd just like to let you guys know that I actually have brought in a new sponsor for the podcast. Um, so let's. Uh, what? Let's give a shout out to Woodson Whiskey for Woodson bringing the boy. Yes, Real Talk is now the officially sponsored by Woodson Whiskey. We uh, Woodson Whiskey is the official whiskey of Real Talk with Kenny King <laughs> Jr. Uh, Very nice. So make sure you guys hit up Woodson Whiskey, and they're now starting to open up sales in California, which is exciting. I'm going to be actually going I'm down stoked. to um, and so you guys can get it uh, in California now. You don't have to order it. Uh, I believe CJ is. I believe it's down in Fremont. They have it. I'm going to head down there tomorrow, uh, post a video on that. So 
Uh, yeah, we are now with the Woods and Whiskey crew. Um, nice. So cheers, everybody. I don't have my glass on me because I don't have any ready ice. And so I wanted to let everybody know um, that's that's where we're at now. Um, so getting into things. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited because this draft is going to be it's it's going to be big. You know, 12 mm-hmm. picks. Uh, Has to be got, big. You've got so much to happen. I think that this is a this is a not make or break uh, draft, but I think that this draft is going to potentially make uh, make Dave Ziegler. I think that this oh, one yeah. can put him on the map. This one, this one definitely has the the potential to be a really strong kickoff to this, not a rebuild that we've been <laughs> that we've been sold since last yeah. year. You know, a, a strong strong draft from these guys is going to quell a lot of the talk about how long are they going to be here? You know, are they gone after this season if things don't pan out? I think Davis is. Uh, I think he's put his foot in the ground. Like he's like, mm-hmm. these are my guys. They're going to run things their way. They're going to build their team and we're going to give them the time to do it. Does that mean being bad for maybe a couple more seasons? We'll see, you know, but yeah. I think if he can, if he can get in there and hit on these, on a lot of these picks, you know, he, like he said, I think he said in his presser, he's looking for 12 guys that can contribute. He's not looking for 12 starters. He's just looking for 12 solid guys that can contribute. And I think that's a great way to approach it. Yeah, I agree. I think that you're going to see, um, you know, you're going to see an approach to it. I think that one of the things with Mark is he said last year that Rome wasn't built in a day um, that, you know, obviously things take time. I also think that if they're playing particularly bad, you know, if, if they're, if it's, if it's a decline than what you saw last year, then they're out. You know, I mm-hmm. think that, I think that's going to be the thing is, there's a leash, right? And they're going to give them leeway and say, look, you know, there's, there's growing pains, but you want to see, you want to see above, you want to see above 500. You, you don't want to see a sub 500 team again. You want to see a team that's fighting for playoff position. You want to see a team that's making it to the playoffs. You want to see continual growth, right? This was the playoff team two years ago. Um, This needs to be a playoff team again, especially Mm -hmm. when you look at, you know, the Super Bowl being in Las Vegas, because I'm going to tell you right now, mark my words, if the Chiefs, Make it to and win a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. You 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 can just you might as well just kiss talking about the Raiders goodbye because like it's yeah. they're going to be so annoying. It's going to be bad, you know. And and you will literally see Davis's head spinning around in circles because it's that is probably the worst thing that could happen to him at this point. You know. Yep. Uh, talking about wanting butts and chairs last season, but you got to field something worth watching. You know, and that's where things are going to get real tricky is, yeah, you're you're in this partial, you know, partial rebuild or retool, whatever you want to call it. And it's going to be really hard for these guys to to put something together that's going to be competitive. And if they're not successful in the draft and those seats are going to be filled with other fans, that's just as plain and simple as it can get. Absolutely. So that's that's what you got to do. You got to focus on the your cats are going crazy. I hear mine like talking. Yeah, to yours. I'm trying yours to get like, here, mine. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like, damn, I'm waving my notebook at him. Like, get the yeah, I'm like, I get up out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, we, we've we covered a lot. Obviously, next week we got the draft. Uh, we're going to do a draft recap recap uh, may get uh, my guy Joey on here. Um, nah, you know, Joey, Joey wants to talk some 
Joey wants to talk some Raider football and talk about the draft. He wanted to do a mock draft. I was like, dude, I'm not doing mock drafts anymore. I'm not doing mock drafts, and I'm not doing fantasy football this year. Those are the two (laughs) things that I'm sticking away from. I'm I'm not doing it. Don't ask me. I am not going to do it. And if somebody asks me, I probably will say yes. Um, that's yeah, why I'm saying don't ask me because I, I don't, I don't want to do it. Um, Bro, okay. But as we, as we start to close this this episode out, uh, as we start to close this show out, um, you know, we lost somebody in the Raider community. We lost a member of Raider Nation. Uh, Raiders former Raiders defensive end Chris Smith passed away. Uh, I know that you guys had a close personal friendship. You guys were like, you guys used to talk a lot. Um, so mm-hmm. I just wanted to give you a few moments to, you know, say some words on Chris, um, and just, you know, say what you need to say. No, I, I think it's, Chris was the type of dude that nobody had anything bad to say about. He was, um, he was just a very well-loved, well-liked person around every team that he was on. You know, there was, yeah. and you saw it from a lot of the guys on the squad this past season, you know, guys that played with him in 2020, they were all posting up saying, you know, pictures of him laughing, smiling. They go, this was just who this guy was. You know, he he was just never down. He was never out. Um, you know, getting to know him a little bit, just by chance, you know, put tagged him on a post. He hit me up. You know, we got to talking, and it was just – he was a very genuine dude, was down to do anything for you. We had him on the pod, you know, once yeah. and had him confirm that victory lap in KC, you know, and telling yeah. stories about guys in the locker room and stuff like that. And it just, it, it sucks, man. It really sucks. Especially when he's a guy that's, you know, young, he, he played yeah. what, nine years, eight, eight, nine years in the league, you know, kind of bounced around a little bit, but he, he was solid, man. And, um, had just got his restaurant up and running in North Carolina, you know? So it was, it's, it's a big loss and it's, um, yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. So, you know, our hearts go out to, to his family. Um, you know, obviously his daughter, um, mm. who, you know, now does not have her mother or father. Um, you know, his, her mother died in, in a few years ago in a car accident that they were involved in. Um, so it's just been a rough couple of years. And, you know, to see somebody that young go, um, somebody who had so much potential, so much future, um, somebody who was such a great person. I mean, he he had me dying every time I talked to him, um, <laughs> Dude, and, and that's what everybody say. I've never heard a bad word said about him, not even no. like by a coach or anybody. Like, there's mm-hmm. never been a bad word said about him. So um, he's running you know, his he's deal in there. the XFL. He was running, yeah, you know, he you was know, killing it down in the XFL. He was too, killing you know? it. Yeah, he had just gotten signed. He was, you know, he was balling out there. Um, so you know, just make sure his legacy stays on. You know, we you know once a Raider, always a Raider. Um, you know, he's up there with with coach and with, with Al Davis and with, you know, all the legends and I'm sure they're all just sitting there getting ready for ready for uh, Raiders football, just like we are. Um, But yeah, shout out to shout out to Chris, uh, shout out to his family, everybody that knew him, uh, the Raiders organization, uh, Dustin, you um, and chat. I need you guys to be a little bit more, more active next week. So (laughs) I'm going to leave on that. I'm not even going to say thank y'all. I'm just going to say, Get active. It's draft week. Let's go.